Red Apple Podcast presents American Lives Matter. America. Now, here's Bernard McGurk. That's right, Bernard McGurk from the Bernie and Sid Show on 77 WABC. Listen on the app, 77 WABC app, or you can watch this. You can live stream. Uh, we, we actually live stream the show on WABCradio.com. You can look at our beautiful pusses. On uh, on the live stream, if you like, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, I don't advise it on an empty stomach. I really don't. Uh, look, a lot of stuff happened. I believe Joe Biden finally jumped the shark this week. I really did do with this uh, Afghanistan stuff. All the other things that, that have occurred have been terrible, awful, disgusting. The border, the catastrophe there, a crime, inflation, you name it. Uh, he's so bad, so bad. You know how I feel about it. I cannot stand the gentleman. I really can't. I, I, I believe the election was rigged before November 3rd with the, of course, uh, and it was, with the media bias, the uh, big tech censoring uh, uh, stories like the Hunter Biden laptop, all that stuff. But this Afghanistan thing is really, really bad. Look, you, you also, before I get to it, I just want to mention uh, New York City here we saw. Now, this just is, uh, the visual is just jarring. Uh, this guy, he's withdrawing money at 5.30 in the afternoon in New York City in a bank at Broadway and Beaver Street. Again, it's a daylight out and, you know, nebbishy-looking uh, white guy. And some black dude walks in with a hatchet and just starts chopping the guy's head. <laughs> he, he's swinging at him. I mean, he's hitting him. He's this, that, the other. And the video went viral. And, of course, it's just one of many, 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 many incidents. We've had Asian women punched, killed, died, stomped. And white men, white women, white old women, and white men and young women, everything. But this was just uh, absolutely stunning. Amir de Blasio actually said that uh, he downplayed it. He said, it is a very, very small percentage, and I want to emphasize this. We should never stereotype folks with mental health challenges as being violent. Shut up. Shut the hell up. Uh, they are violent, and they need to be institutionalized, forcibly institutionalized. That's what they need to be. And uh, that <laughs> until you change the no-cash bail laws, get rid of these lenient judges and DAs and mayors like this guy and governors like uh, the smug thug Cuomo who's out, whose replacement is not going to be much better. Oh, she looks nice. Out. She looks nice. She looks like a nice-looking mom, you know, uh, grandmom, whatever the hell she is. But she's every bit as bad. I mean, she would have signed the no-cash bail law. She's pathetic. I'm sure she would have. She's going to impose mask mandates on uh, all the students in in New York State. So, ladies and gentlemen, don't be fooled. Uh, She looks good, but uh, she's no different than Elon Omar, honestly. And, And I say that about Joe Biden. I say that about Chuck Schumer. Governor Cuomo, all these guys, they wear suit ties, and they look nice and presentable, and they, they, they seem safe. No, they're every bit as dangerous as, as the radicals because they cave to them, and that's why I would rather I would rather have the radicals. They wear their beliefs on their sleeves, and maybe they scare the hell out of people into voting them out, whereas these people fool, fool you. Joe Biden's a damn Trojan horse is what he is. And we know that uh, he's. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, I don't think so. You don't think so. He's actually we know he's actually using taxpayer money to bribe schools to teach critical race theory, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to get into all that this week here on American Lives Matter. But uh, 
this uh, Afghanistan thing uh, just dominates everything. It's just uh, uh, symptomatic of uh, everything wrong with the Biden administration, lies, incompetence, and uh, a bunch of uh, woke lightweights uh, in the military, the chief of staff, Milley, Austin, uh, the, uh, the the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, who actually got bitch slapped in China back uh, a couple of months ago. As you know, folks, if you heard about, I mean, he flies Black Lives Matter flags at embassies all over the uh, globe. He invites the U.N. to investigate racism in the United States. I mean, what what are you doing? You're the Secretary of State of the United States. What do you what do you you're bringing in these uh, these these perverts and these thugs to investigate racism in our country? You're indicting our country. You're supposed to be representing us, not trashing us. You sob. Uh, pardon my language, folks. Uh, I don't mean to call names, but uh, what he did do though this uh, this Anthony Blinken though he was missing in action the last couple of days. A couple of days has been totally missing in action uh, uh, during this Afghan debacle. But he did trot out this one uh, little lightweight clown of his, the State Department spokesperson named Ned Price. The price is wrong. But uh, this is what Ned Price said about uh, uh, what he thinks the Taliban should do. Take a listen to this. The U.N. Security Council issued a joint press statement earlier today calling for a new government that is united, inclusive, and representative, including with the full and full and meaningful participation of women. Oh, yeah, that's going to happen, Ned Price. So that's who Blinken tried it out. But uh, uh, the whole crew of them, the whole uh, the, this uh, General Milley, uh, Lloyd Austin, as I mentioned. First of all, we'll start with Biden. We started with Price. Let's go back to Biden about three weeks ago. This is what Biden said, folks. So you may have heard this, what he said the state of Afghanistan at the time, three weeks ago, and what he thinks might happen. Take a listen. Is the Taliban takeover of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. Because you have the Afghan troops have 300,000 well-equipped, as well-equipped as any army in the world, and an air force against something like 75,000 Taliban. It is not inevitable. Not inevitable, ladies and gentlemen. Not inevitable. That's about three weeks ago. That's about, uh, I think, July 20th, something like that. <clears throat> so then, uh, of course, it happened. It, it, it happened. And the New York Times actually called him out. They said that he's lying. The New York Times said, that, well, you, you know, they didn't use those words, actually. But they said that the intel has been telling him that uh, a, a Taliban takeover was likely. The New York Times, this is what they wrote. They cited, quote, classified assessments by American spy agencies over the summer that painted an increasingly grim picture of the prospect of a Taliban takeover of Afghanistan. That's what, unquote, that's what the New York Times wrote. So he was lying back then. And then when he was pressed on it by that uh, beady-eyed little uh, Clinton shill, uh, George Stephanopoulos, yesterday, uh, the imbecile-in-chief, uh, uh, namely the, the, the corrupt pervert Joe Biden, he uh, just cracked. I mean, he just sounded like the cranky old, uh, some guy who needs to be, well, I don't want to say he needs to be euthanized, but he just needs to be put away in a home. Take a listen to this. When you look at what's happened over the last week, was it a failure of intelligence, planning, execution, or judgment? 
Look, I don't think it was a fair, look, it was a simple choice, George. We've all seen the pictures. We've seen those hundreds of people packed into a C-17. We've seen Afghans falling. That was four days ago, five days ago. What did you think what? when you first saw those pictures? What I thought was we're, we have to gain control of this. So yeah. you don't think this could have been handled? This actually could have been handled better in any way? No mistakes? No, I, 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 the idea that somehow there's a way to have gotten out without chaos ensuing I don't know how that happens. Now, three weeks ago, he said it was not inevitable. Not inevitable. No, no, no. no. Now he's saying we couldn't have gotten out without this chaos. We couldn't possibly have gotten out without this chaos. So which is it, Joe? Which is it? He's just a liar. He's confused. He's boxed in. He's jumped the shark. The media is turning on him. None other than Wolf Blitzer. Uh, Wolf Blitzer. That's right, from fake news CNN. Uh, Wolf Blitzer said this, folks. Take a listen. The execution clearly uh, was not what uh, even the president only a few weeks earlier had anticipated. He said exactly the opposite would occur. Does this all raise serious questions about President Biden's credibility right now? Imagine if this was all happening uh, under a Trump presidency. Just how different would the reaction from Democrats be? Yeah, exactly. Hell has frozen over, ladies and gentlemen, when you have uh, that uh, snake... Uh, calling out the double standard, of course. Yeah, Trump would be, uh, he would be trashed. Now, Trump, of course, uh, Trump would never have allowed this to happen. And he made that clear uh, a long time ago. He said, uh, he told the Taliban, and he said this way before the Taliban took over uh, Afghanistan, as they have in the past week. Uh, He said this about a month ago, did uh, President Trump, What he told the Taliban leadership, if you try to make any geographical advancements, what this is what he said he told them back in the day when he was still president, while there was only 2,500 American troops present. By the way, now we have 7,000, I think. Uh, So, But anyway, this is what President Trump said last year before he left office. I started off the conversation. I said, Mohammed, how are you? President Trump. Not a lot of social grace, but, you know, that was a nice, he was being nice. I think he was being as nice as he could be. But they're rough, you know, he's a rough, that's all they do is fight. But I said, we're going to come back and hit you harder than any country has ever been hit. And your village, where I know you are, and where you have everybody, that's going to be the point at which the first bombs drop. I told him that. I told him so that's how you avoid a Taliban takeover of, of Afghanistan. You threaten personally the leadership. He knows what town you are, uh, where, where you live, and will bomb the crap out of you. will kill you and your family and your whole damn town. And it kept them in check. It worked. It, it worked. They never made any encroachments. They stayed at bay. But, of course, uh, weakness begets aggression. Uh, strength begets peace and weakness the opposite. And that's what we got out of Joe Biden. That's exactly what we got. Him and his staff, him and his uh, his creepy uh, woke uh, staff, uh, in- including this uh, chief of staff, General Mark Milley. This, uh, this guy really, really makes me sick to my stomach. Uh, he took some questions yesterday, and he took a defensive tack, which is called anger. Uh, you know, he didn't want to answer questions. Just got mad that people were asking questions. Take a listen. I'd prefer not to discuss uh, any operations other than uh, what we're doing right now. It'll be another time when we can discuss future operations. But I'm not going to discuss branches and sequels off of our current operation. I'll just leave it at that. There'll be many postmortems on this topic, but right now 
is not that time. Yeah, there'll be many postmortems, but I ain't answering your questions now. <laughs> tough guy, tough guy. You ain't so tough with the Taliban, though, were you? Were you, punk? No, you were not. Mr. Uh, fruit Salad, uh, Metal-Chested uh, uh, POS, this guy. Remember him talking about uh, white rage in January 6th? Listen to this. I want to understand white rage, and I'm white, and I want to understand it. So what is it that caused thousands of people to assault this building and try to overturn the Constitution of the United States of America? What caused that? I want to find that out. Why don't you find out about Taliban rage and what, what, what causes them to uh, shoot women in the face when they don't wear veils and things like that and beat the crap out of people in the street, just just kill willy-nilly. Listen, this uh, uh, crisis in Afghanistan, this dwarfs the Iran hostage crisis. It's the same thing, uh, similar, but uh, these Taliban people are, are more akin to ISIS than they are to Iran. They're... They're 25 times more vicious, barbaric than the Iranians. They're Again, they're like ISIS. They'll cut your head off. They'll put you in a cage and drop you in water and drown you uh, alive. That's the kind of people they are. And uh, he should have been under, trying to understand that, this Mark Milley. And Lloyd Austin, no better. This guy is the defense secretary. Keep this in mind, folks. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, he was the one who told uh, President Obama back in 2014 that ISIS was the JV team. Where did that come from, you said? Where, where, where did Obama get that from? He got it from Lloyd Austin, who was the commander in the region at the time, told Obama that ISIS was, I don't worry about it. Anyway, this was him yesterday uh, trying, trying to answer some questions. Listen. We intend to send forces outside of, uh, of the airfield to, uh, to collect up uh, uh, American citizens or Afghans, uh, but we will continue to uh, coordinate and deconflict uh, with uh, with the Taliban. As Chairman pointed out, uh, we uh, as we did detailed planning throughout, and of course, uh, you know, we we also did uh, were in support of the uh, of the uh, state led um, SIV process, SIV applicant process. What are you talking about? What's the, how are you going to get the civilians out of Afghanistan? Answer that damn question, all right? Uh, DefSec, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, answer that damn question. Look, we learned nothing from any of these people. And again, Tony Blinken hid, the Secretary of State. He hid. These guys came out, didn't answer any questions. Joe Biden just got, hey, that was four or five days ago. That didn't even make any sense. I mean, the guy is just, he's completely shot, as you know. Listen, these guys need to be, all of these military guys, all of them, they need to be arrested, they need to be court-martialed and sentenced to a firing squad and shot. That's what they need for what happened here. This is going to potentially could drag out for months. These people were stuck behind these enemy lines. Again, what ISIS-like people are in big, big trouble. Big trouble. These are vicious, vicious, barbaric people that they're, they're, they're captured by. They're, they're under the yoke of right now, and we have no way to get them out. No freaking way to get these people out. So I'm sick of the whole uh, uh, the whole Biden administration and their supposed uh, you know military establishment. They're, 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 they're our, our, the leaders of our military. 
Who would join the military now? Who would who who in their right mind would join the military? Same with the police. Who the hell would join the police? Who would join the military under these people? Nobody would. Nobody. It's really disgusting, and uh, I hate them all. But my heart goes out, and my prayers, and my uh, um, well wishes to the people stuck behind the line. I don't know how they're eating. Uh, uh, if they're b- being dragged out of their, their apartments now. We only know what's going on right around the uh, airport, immediate airport, because that's where the cameras are. Afghanistan's a big city. I mean, a big country. You have cities all over the place uh, in Afghanistan where you, unspeakable things are probably happening to people all over the place. Thank you, Joe Biden. I do believe he jumped the shark. Hey, listen, uh, I just wanted to go out with, on uh, American Lives Matter with on a positive note, which is this. Uh, the quarterback, uh, Baker Mayfield, right? It's uh, quite the uh, segue, I know, but uh, it's it's an up note, and you'll appreciate it, I believe. Uh, Baker Mayfield is a quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, and he is, in my view, at this point anyway, the anti-Colin Kaepernick. He was playing a uh, sort of a practice game the other day out in Cleveland, and there were a bunch of people in the stands, some veterans, and he went over there and he expressed his gratitude for their presence. And he said some things that, that make, in my eyes, <laughs> puts him up here as opposed to Colin Kaepernick, who's below my uh, my heel. Take a listen. Thank you to all you guys, all you current military service people, your families. Thank you for everything you sacrificed, you sacrificed. If there's any veterans here, thank you as well. I wanted to say thank you on behalf of Cleveland Browns. Thank you so much for allowing us to be able to play this game that we love. We appreciate you guys more than you know. There you go, Baker Mayfield. We appreciate you veterans more than you know. Thank you for allowing us to play the game that we love because of your sacrifice. Uh, Listen, we need more guys like that in sports, period. Guys who will, uh, will speak up and express their appreciation for our veterans towards our flag, towards our country. Uh, and things like that. We just need more of it. I, I thought that was uplifting, and uh, that's why I played it. Ladies and gentlemen, American lives matter. All American lives matter. We all bleed American red blood, as President Trump used to say. It's the only thing that unites us. All this other crap divides us. This critical race theory separates us into uh, oppressors and, uh, uh, you know, uh, people oppressors versus victims. Uh, It's terrible. It's awful. Again, being American, that's what unites us. And that's why I say American Lives Matter. I appreciate you listening to American Lives Matter, Episode 4. Again, you can listen to the Bernie and Sid Show, 77 WABC app, or watch us live stream, wabcradio.com. Bernard McGurk and Sid Rosenberg, the Bernie and Sid Show. And again, thank you for listening. Matt Meany, my my brother, he's the producer of the uh, Bernie and Sid Show, and he's my engineer here today. So uh, thank you, uh, Matt Meany, and everybody have a great weekend. And uh, say a prayer for those folks stuck behind enemy lines, oh, my God, in Afghanistan.